0: hello greetings everyone welcome to thirst stores and coffee shops i am your host miss ebony and i'm here always here to serve you up the vip topics and to make you feel at your best and loved and encouraged and giving you that good old seattle hospitality okay so today i was having a conversation with god (laughs) As most of the time, these podcast segments end up being coming an actual segment because I'm talking to God about something or I'm praying or I'm reading an article and then something pops in my mind or something like that. But today I wanted to talk about validation and it came to me because I, of course, always get these articles on my phone and sometimes something pops up and something I read. Um, sometimes I'm a little, I have to admit, I'm a little out of touch with what's going on around me, even though sometimes I am on social media, or I'll be on TikTok or something. But sometimes I just, I don't follow celebrities. I don't like, um, like keep up with a lot of things, even though I'm like on YouTube, mostly, that's where most of my time is spent, <laughs> to be completely honest. Um But I just, I don't really know what's going on. Sometimes I do feel like I'm a little like delayed or out of touch with some stuff. Like I just found out what a certain phrase meant, and I didn't know what it meant. I had seen it. And I didn't really, you know, because I wasn't like really engaged with certain parts of media, if that makes sense. Because I haven't really been watching the news very much and stuff like that. I'll catch up on certain things on YouTube and stuff. But I don't really indulge in some things because I try to keep my my mind clear and my spirit pure, for the most part, if that makes sense. But today, an article popped up on my phone and I read it um read the headline and then read the actual whole article and i just like immediately just had this epiphany like and i started just having this conversation with god about validation and god was like talk about it on the podcast i'm like okay so like validation i felt like in a, in this sense it was like this person finally was able to feel like they were comfortable coming out about their sexuality and they had been in a relationship for a very long time with someone and it was homosexual relationship obviously and they felt like it was okay to finally come out like i feel like okay now is my time kind of thing uh basically what the hot headline was headlining and if you go and you look up all the other headlines it's pretty much the same kind of tone you know these these articles come up so fast first to report that you're all trying to be on be the first reporter and to get the information out there it's just crazy but in any case I don't want it to feel like I'm like falling into gossip or anything like that but it just it just the topic just was really heavy on me because I'm like why do we as people and as human beings feel the need to be validated by others like If you're going to be in a relationship with a man that you feel like you love for the last 11 years, then you should feel okay to do that. I'm not here condoning homosexuality. I'm just saying, like, what is your need for feeling like you coming out is what is he going to do for you? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, if you're okay with being in a relationship with someone that you feel like you love and that you're you're justified and justly okay with being with that person, why did it even have to be any of our business? Do you know what I mean? It's like me saying to a friend, if she was in an emotional, abusive, or horrific relationship that I didn't agree with, and she was just constantly trying to tell me, hey girl, I love him, and You know, I just really feel like, you know, I want to be with him. We are having a child and blah, 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 blah. I would honestly be like, he's unhealthy for you. I feel like you could do a lot better. You know, you are a queen and you should be treated as such. And you should see yourself as beautiful regardless of how he feels about you or not feels about you. Because you deserve better. Her getting validation from me is not going to change her circumstance because she still feels like she's in a good relationship. Do you see what I'm saying? Psychologically abused, emotionally abused. My validating her, I, pu- I put the seeds of harvest in her for beauty and <laughs> to give her beauty for ashes. But in her mind and in her heart, for one thing, she's so tight, you know. But another thing is I can't give her that validation, even if I was trying to put positivity in her. You know what I mean? She feels like her relationship is her relationship. That's what's going to be for her. She didn't even need my validation because she wasn't going to take the advice anyway. So why does it? Why do you feel like you want it, though, if you're not even going to take the right the right way? it's like, I don't need to give you a validation for yourself. We do it online. Everybody has done it. We could say we don't, but we say we trust God. We don't need to have social media to validate us and all of this different stuff, but we are human beings. We have a need for other people. We have a need to feel wanted and valued. It's just within us. There's a huge void in all of us. We're born with one and God is supposed to fill that void. It could be me in a relationship or my marriage and I will need some type of validation. Like I'm doing a good job. I love words of affirmation. They help. But at the end of the day, if I'm always constantly relying on that over God's word, then that becomes where I'm going to be disappointed because my husband can't fulfill all of those things entirely for me. He can. There's limits to the validation that I get from him and vice versa. Like he's going to need to know that he's a great father. He's going to need to know that he's a great husband. He's going to need to know that he's doing a great job and he's doing his great you know, inside of him, he's going to constantly need to feel like he's backed up by me and vice versa. Like we got to be each other's biggest team player, you know, biggest supporter, VIP boo, we're in the box together. Like, let's go, you know, but if he always constantly relies on that from me, and he doesn't see his own limitations with me in that regard. Like, your validation comes from God. If I'm not doing a certain thing or you want to hear more from me, then I can try to encourage you more with little notes or little keepsakes and cards. But, like, at the end of the day, he knows that that can only go so far. Like, God only allowed it to go so far because we all have a need for him. We all have to be validated by, by him in his word. Can you see what I'm saying? I don't want to feel like I'm getting off the topic of this discussion, but it is all about this validation. We like we you want the likes, you want the follows. You know, you're an influencer for Christ. Okay, you're full time blogging. You need those likes, you need those comments, you need those things to keep your blog and your Instagram or all those different things going. So in in essence, you kind of need the validation so that you can continue to make the you know income that you stream that you need. You need to post. You need to. There's certain there's are certain things that goes with that job. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, I'm really talking about the internal thing that we feel. It's like when we feel comfortable with doing something and we feel comfortable with our purpose and what we feel like we're called to do in life, what other validation do I need from people? If 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 I'm just walking it out and I've been walking this thing out with God, if I know that He's calling me to go and become an artist and draw and, and help children, then I had that word given to me by my by God, you know. He's pushed me into my purpose. I don't need your validation. The validation comes when first of all I'm being obedient to what he said that I was called to do. And then when I actually do the work and I put it out there, the streams of income will come because of my obedience and because of my validation from God, not because I was just doing it because I wanted people to see it. And sometimes I feel like God will put a cap on that because your intention and your motivation behind it is wrong and God won't let you make no money (laughs) because it's, first of all, let me validate you. Let me see. Let me, first of all, change the way and why you're doing this because really you're not really doing it. For me, you're doing it for validation for people and your sales won't be that high because you're not looking at it from my perspective. I think God is like that too. Not that he's saying that, oh, you won't make any money ever. You won't do this because you're putting this out there. He's like, no, do it my way. Do it with my intention and do it with my heart. And then that's when you'll see the change. That's when you'll see the increase because you're not doing it with the right intention. You know, validation and intention, that's important. Intention to God is very important. Our motives, our thoughts, the way we think about things, how we put our put our mindset to things and how we're really doing things are we really doing it for the money or are we really doing it for God God will always check in with you about that kind of stuff always because we're we're born in such a toxic world we're supposed to be the light and recreate the status of the world you know what I mean for the for the long haul we have to start bringing the truth we have to start bringing the life we have to start bringing bringing God into things so that people do feel him, they do see him differently. They do want to walk in a different light. I do want to be more integrous in this. I do want to show God's glory in that. I do want to feel this. I do want to feel that. I do want to be remorseful for the things that I've said in the past. I do want to walk this thing out for my future. You know, like it's just, it's so much that goes along with it. But this validation piece was so heavy on me today. And I was just really having this moment. And I was like, you know, when you do what you want to do, there, there should be no reason why i need to validate you in that sis or brother you know i'm gonna encourage you i'm gonna rejoice with you when you're doing good things you're happy you're you're, you're walking your purpose you're winning you're getting all those meetings you're getting all those connections those networks you're you're you got your own show you got your own connection with this person you met the celebrity and they want to work with you with your fashion or whatever you know i'm just using all of these things as hypothetical um wins but like the validation that you get ultimately is going to come from God. And I think we all seek it in some way. And God allows it for us to feel like we're not getting certain things from other people because the disappointment is going to come. And I don't think people always initially mean to disappoint us. I think we all are just selfish sometimes. We all just have our own mind. We all are just trying to live this life. We're trying to carry our own ca- cross. The reality is you're not going to be a perfect parent, sis. The reality is you're going to disappoint your child even when you're trying to do it God's way because you're not perfect. And your child needs to see that you're not perfect so that they can always look to him. If you're, you know, you have a husband and you know that he's not doing the best as a father, you know, your child will always know that they have a heavenly father who can do way better than their dad. Do you know what I mean? But they still should love their dad and forgive their dad for not doing their best work and the best job, you know the validation we i feel like the the way we feel the way we feel and this whole validation thing starts when we're in our childhood cuz we're just in need of so much and we need our parents to be completely honest they're the ones that are supposed to raise us they're the ones that are supposed to take care of us they're they're the they're the first they're the first example we see before we get our get into our relationship with god if that makes sense like i in my case my father passed when i was a little girl but I started hearing God's audible voice after that. It's kind of like God literally became my dad, <laughs> like seriously. But that's not the case for everybody. I, it, and it's not like I still didn't have pain and troubles and emotions that I had to deal with later on. I do talk about that on the podcast about how I got counseling in my 20s. I started to actually go to counseling for that. And I I, I had to deal with those things. But I ultimately had a relationship with God before all of that stuff had to be taken care of. You know what I mean? So there's a hole there there's a void there and we we've, we've heard it so time and time again i'm sure a lot of you guys have gone to you know listen to sermons where they talk about voids and all of those different things and it's just like we're all void we're all void when we're born into this world and a lot of times we try to fill them with other things we don't really know what god is if we don't feel him sense him or hear him or he doesn't speak to us at such an early age you're getting your validation from your friends you and when they don't want to be your friend you're feeling rejection you know these are where these lies start to come in too. our lies start way back when we're children and sometimes they, the rejection can start in the womb you know if you've had a parent reject you or you've had a parent that didn't want you you're gonna feel that in your in your mother's womb. That spirit of rejection—it's a spirit behind it. So of course you're gonna feel it, you know. And you may be the type of child to not always be around everybody because of that spirit of rejection. You might be the child in a family that was kind of like maybe the middle child, and you just kind of escaped, and you never were around. And they were always like, "Where are you at?" Well, you were dealing with that spirit of rejection. You felt unwanted, so you didn't come to the family gatherings. You felt unwanted, so you, when you went away from college, you never came back home. Like. <laughs> because you felt rejection honey that started way back in your childhood those are things that need to be dealt with too you know but all in all even in that case if you're feeling rejection and if this is word or encouragement for you just go back into the scriptures that talk about how loved you are talk about how you are wanted you were wanted before the foundation of the world like when jeremiah 29 11 speaks to me it reminds me that god wanted me to be here there was a purpose for my life you know, he drawed me in my mama's stomach. You know, I am in my mom's womb because of God, even though I came out of luck, You know, my parents were not married when they had me, but I want, God wanted me. You know, that's the reality of it is people think about sin and oh, they ain't come here. You was sinning and Reality is, God said, Be fruitful and multiply in the very beginning. Not everybody was going to be married when they got fruitful and multiply. And maybe they didn't accept, they didn't expect to get pregnant or whatever the case may be, but they chose to have that child. There is still a purpose for that child. However, the child is supposed to get here, <laughs> God will get them here. There is a purpose. When I think about the aborted babies that survived, there was a purpose for that child. Like there are some children that survived abortions. May or may not have known it, but when I watch those stories and I'm like, wow, God really spared this child's life so that this child could tell the story of them being aborted and surviving and knowing that he still had a plan regardless of what the mother or father didn't do or did. You know, like God is so... He's so faithful. He's so kind. He's so loving. Even in my darkest moments, he was there for me. Even in the moments where I didn't want to be here anymore, I felt validated by him because he spared my life. He literally saved me. I could have ended it all. You guys wouldn't have heard me on this podcast. I would have been with my Papa God in heaven. (laughs) Let's just be real. Like I wouldn't want to be here no more. I didn't. But God, he so validates you even in your darkest moments. And if you are feeling dark in this moment, just know that there is a light that shines brighter than the sun, <laughs> literally. You have the ability to do what God has called you to do. Would you ever feel like you're not enough? And I don't know who this is for today. I know there's been a lot going on in this whole entire world. And I know here in America, we've been feeling a lot. And I know you've been sensing a lot. I know you've been looking at a lot that's just making you feel very discouraged and disappointed. But in the end, God wins. We win. Know that what we're seeing right now is not the reality that we're going to have even in the next five years. Just trust that God has a plan. And I know it's hard to hear. I don't like always hearing it all the time. I'm like, I'm tired of hearing that. When's the plan going to change? But you know what? There's never a plan B with God. <laughs> Girl, there's never a plan B with God. There was always a plan A. And I don't know who I'm talking to today, sis. But there was always a plan A. Regardless of what happened in the very, very beginning. With Adam and Eve and their sin. God knew, you know. Delaying our gratification is important. Delaying what we want for God and his will is so important. Listening to what God wants right now, it's such an important time in our lives. Jesus was always plan A. There was never a plan B. There was never a plan B. There didn't need to be one because all he needed was that plan. That And that A, Jesus followed through on that. There might have been a plan B if Jesus was like, nah, man, I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. God will always provide a way of escape. He'll always provide a ram in a bush, is what I really wanted to say. But that plan A was always there. There's no other plan. Even though we're seeing what we're seeing right now, God still has a plan regardless of what this country is going through right now, where we are. And if you're going through things in your country and you're listening in, God still has a plan for that over there too. Your job is to keep praying and to keep pressing and to keep purpose going in your life. Keep doing what God called you to do keep pursuing purpose because regardless of what's going on around us god still has an expectation of all of us to walk that thing out to listen to what god is saying in this still small voice when he's speaking to you about that book that you're supposed to read rock, finish this Something he's been telling me about that book he wants you to finish reading, too, sis. About the scriptures he's calling you to study in this season. About the prayers that he wants you to pray over your future family that you're going to have, sis. I don't care if you're still single. We're both single on this podcast. But God has promised a spouse for you. God has promised a spouse for me, too. He's promised me children. I see what I see. I know what I see. I know what I dream. I know what God has shown me in my reality. I don't care what it looks like right now. He's getting you prepared. This is a preparation season. Get ready, sis. Get excited, sis. Start listening to things that are going to excite you about that time. I'm not saying go ahead and plan your wedding. If God didn't call you to do that, don't do that yet. Some of us jump the gun and we get excited. But at the same time, if it's if, if he says it's okay for you to at least look at some wedding dresses, get yourself. It's, it's a hope builder. It's a hope builder for that moment in time that is going to happen for you. Just remember that God is always in control. He's on the throne. He knows you. He knew you before you were born, which means he appointed you to this world. He wanted you to be here. You were playing A, sis. <laughs> so let this be your validation today. If you were feeling invalidated, let God validate you on this podcast. He wants you to know you're valid. If you felt invalid, who who made you feel that way? Go into the deep roots of where that started. Did a parent invalidate you? Cover over that with prayer and make sure you dispose of the lie that tells you you're not good enough. Because my God said he wanted you here. He validated you before anybody else could even tell you how pretty you were, how beautiful you were, oh how great of a child you are, how obedient you are, how this or that. Go to those scriptures that talk about those things already. Because in the beginning was a word, sis, and the word was with God. So every word that he spoke in the very beginning regarding your life was already ordained before the foundation of this world. So just remember everything that God has already done for us was already past tense. Remember, we live in the now. God has always been in. He lives in the every day. He's lived in the past, the future, the present. He's omnipresent and he's been here forever and he will be here forever. And we will be forever with him when that day comes. However, just know that You have already been blessed with every spiritual blessing. Ephesians 1 says that it's already been given to you. So you just got to walk that thing out. I just got to walk that thing out. Honey, this is a word for me too. God is already saying he predestined. Everything is with the ED with him. Already done. Jesus died. He didn't die. He died. Past tense. Which means it, it already happened. We have to command our mornings. We have to command our victories every day. Say your, say to yourself, today I'm going to win. I'm going to win over insecurity. Today I'm going to win over slow self-esteem. Today I'm going to win over this man that keeps p- pulling me down. Today I'm going to win over this friend that I thought was a friend and she kept pulling me down. Today I'm going to win. God is cutting off a lot of friendships too. He is. He's awarding those who diligently seek him, but he's shedding off a lot of these friendships that are no longer serving us. And I'm speaking to somebody on this podcast today. I know I am because this is God. It ain't me. God has been developing me in a process of coming back to a place of I feel good enough to be in friendships that are good enough for me to be in. And I don't feel like I'm being drained or pulled upon. Yes, God will close some doors and he'll help you do some things to make sure that those are closed. But he'll also revalidate you. In a position that you called to be in with a friendship that is meant for you in this season i'm not saying those people were horrible people that you were around but sister you deserve to be around women that are going to channel you and champion you and not let you feel and make you feel less than a friend that you were called to be to someone else you know what i mean you want to be matched in friendships that are good for you in this season sister God is calling you to be better than what you were before, even if you weren't a perfect friend. Trust me, I wasn't in my relationships, and God has had to have me really look at what I did wrong and what I could do better in new friendships, and then you don't have to repeat those same patterns when you were doing the wrong thing. A lot of times, God is having us cut be cut off from other people because you weren't what they needed in that season either. This is not trying to be the one of those... Podcast posts so are like, girl, you know, you winning. Not everybody can go. No, 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 no. Sometimes you don't need to be going with them either. <laughs> and then you need to check yourself for the next friendship so you don't repeat those same patterns. Amen. I'm not going to be here and be that one trying to talk what everybody is talking about on social media. No, sometimes you need to check yourself. Are you being a good friend? You know, but God is also shedding off those things in you so that you could be a better friend in the next season too. With friends that are meant to go with you in this season. Let me correct that. So I hope this is an encouragement to that sister. Um, I'm going to pray us out. And I just pray that God really does validate you in the system, um, the season, excuse me. And knowing that his hand is upon you and that everything that you're called to do will be blessed. And just don't forget that he is sovereign, you know, which means he reigns. He's over all things that are concerning your life individually. I can't say he's a part of what's going on in our country right now because I don't believe a God that I serve would allow this, but the enemy is really busy right now and we got to stay focused. So Father God, I just thank you. I thank you for reaching these women today and reaching me in my heart today because I needed your validation today. I needed to know that I'm on the right track. I needed to know that everything that I've experienced in my past is not going to be invalid, but it's going to be valid for a season where people need to know what you did for me, even when the enemy tried to take me out. God, I thank you for just just disposing of the lies of the enemy in this season regarding all of us, God, including myself. I pray for that sister that has felt invalidated in this last couple months. I pray that you would give her strength, encourage her heart, let her know that she's beautiful and she's valuable to you. To have value is so important in this season and to know that we are encouraged and rejoiced over because you love us. God is enough and that should be enough. If we are loved by God, what more do we need? God, I thank you, God, for just Destroying the darkness that has been trying to plague this generation. Thank you, God, for just removing all power that the enemy thinks he has, God, in our lives concerning the lies, God. We thank you, God, for destroying the darkness. We destroy every lie and we counteract it with your truth, God, that we are worthy. We are loved. We are Proverbs 31 women. We are women like Lydia who can be hospitable and welcome people. We are sellers of purple, God. We have wealth and it starts in our spirits before it comes into the natural. I speak to every financial financial breakthrough right now, God. I thank you, God, that you're you're calling and ordering your daughters to be wealthy on this podcast, that no one will go without, that no one will go less than God. And they will never feel like they can't have what you desire for them. God, every lie be destroyed, that you can walk in luxury with God, that you can still be humble and have a nice home, that you can have a beautiful husband and beautiful children and not be stuck up about it. God, I thank you, God, that it's going to be a wellspring of wealth, just being First out of the seams for these women that listen in this podcast, just because they're here, God, you're going to bless them because if you're blessing my hands, you're going to bless those that listen to the woman that has walked with God for most of her life. God, I thank you, God, that you're going to increase these women on this podcast. God, I speak to every seed that they've, that they've been planting this year. I speak to every word that they've been speaking, God, over their own lives and their futures. God, I thank you, God, that the harvest is coming and that they won't feel invalidated and they won't feel like you haven't heard them, God. But every prayer has been stored up so that in the right time, in the right season, in the right now, you will just flow and it will be like Rick Rick. It's like going to be like a renegade and a ricochet, God, like a domino effect in their lives. Those prayers are going to be back to back. I speak life into every sister that's listening today. I speak health. I speak wealth. I spill a wellspring of blessings for her, God, that she will know that she has a friend in me if she ain't got no other friends, God, that she can come to this podcast and feel like we can have these one-on-one conversations, that we are maybe far away from each other, even if we're in other countries and territories, that she has a friend in me and in you, God. We thank you for the blood of Jesus covering every woman that listens to this podcast, Lord God, that she will never feel like she doesn't feel like she's protected. And for every woman that has felt unprotected because their father was not around, God, that you would give them a peace in the area of their protection, that Psalms 91 will be their portion, Father, and that you will cloak them and cover them with the armor of God as they continue to trust in you and read your word. May this word validate them today, God. May there be such a peace over them when they listen today. May they actually open up their ear even more to hear your words that bring them harvest and truth, God. We lift your name, Lord. We love you, Jesus. And we thank you, God, for doing all things well concerning our lives, God, that we will not go out this year without what we need, Father, that we'll have more than enough plenty left over, God. And we'll, be give to, we'll begin to give unto others because men have given into our bosoms. I pray for pers- promotions, on this podcast i pray that your will be done in every woman's life i pray for business being booming in this podcast on this podcast for every woman that has started a business a luxury company god a candle company card company god fashion company designing whatever it is god that every step will be ordered by you and that there will be more money coming in than she could ever ask for or dream and she'll begin to give wild testimonies about what god has done in her life that we will know that the glory goes back to God because he's given us the glory to walk it out. It's not about fame, sis. It's about his glory. So we thank you, God, for every light shining bright and that we will always be able to shine in the nighttime because that's how bright our light is in you, Father. And we thank you, Jesus. I pray a blessing and a seed of harvest this year that no person will go without anything this year that listens to this podcast. And I pray this blessing over these women in Jesus' mighty name, amen. Be well, sis, and God bless.